1: All right, as you heard, we are the Armchair Superheroes. I am Pat Lane. Here with me always is Taylor Kyle's. Taylor, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. So uh, we have a new one today. Last episode, we weren't super excited about the Hulk, okay? But this episode, still maybe not the best movie ever, but much better than the Hulk. And I think better than most people give it credit for, to be completely honest with you. I think it's a better movie than people give it credit for.
0: Yeah, so. definitely. You know, had its fair its sharing hiccups, but I mean, they were really experimenting with the whole fantasy element, and that's a hard thing to pull off when you're trying to keep it grounded as well. Um, I think they did as as well as they could have. Um, they even the director Pierce brought uh, who's actually the voice for the distress call at the beginning of Avengers: Infinity War. They brought him back to do that because they really liked him. But he was like, he's a classically trained, like Shakespearean actor, and yep. he did a lot of uh, Shakespeare movies. So they brought him in very intentionally to bring that kind of fable aspect that they wanted Thor to have until they realized that, like, people don't enjoy characters who they don't understand.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right. So the movie we are talking about is Thor. And as uh, Taylor uh, mentioned, it is directed by Kenneth Branagh. It is produced by Kevin Feige. Screenplay is by Ashley Edward Miller, Zach Stentz, and Don Payne. Who those guys are. Uh it is starring, <laughs> as you know, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, Stellan Skarsgård, Ray Stevenson, Idris Elba, Kat Dennings, Renee Russo, and Anthony Hopkins. Holy shnikes, what a cast that is. And uh it is it's really it's a fantastic cast. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So and it made uh $449 million on a budget of 150 So it crushed uh in the movies when it came out. And overall, what do you think? What do you think overall? I, I I enjoy it. I think it's, as I said, as I alluded to, I think it's better than people give it credit for. I think it's not one of the best, obviously. and But, I mean, it's obviously the second best door movie because, like, really, it's way better than The Dark World. But, um, you know, I think it's better than people give it credit for.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. Chris Hemsworth's eyebrows make me not want to watch it. <laughs> like they just are so weird and out of place because like like why would you ask someone to dye their eyebrows blonde? That's so strange and doesn't really happen. Like it doesn't match his face. Like obviously people have it. Right. I'm sure you're all beautiful. But like it it doesn't match his face, especially when you know that he looks like a Greek god anyway. Like why would you mess right. with that? Just leave it the way it is. They smartened up. But um that's really my my biggest gripe with the movie. I just hate them so much because in like continuity, I'm so, I'm so petty about that, but overall it is a good movie. I think it accomplishes what it wants to accomplish. Um, you know, setting the fantasy realm for the MCU with a foot in reality. Uh, I think that, you know, I get the small scale, like New Mexico town thing was supposed to keep it, you know, it contrasts with the big place like Asgard and then you go to like some town that, you know, people don't really know about, but, I don't know. It just made it feel contained in a boring way in a, a little bit. Like when, whenever they were, whenever Thor was like human and not really doing anything, I thought he had some cute moments with Natalie Portman, but beyond that, it was kind of just like, all right, I'd rather see the fantasy stuff. That was a little bit cooler. Um, and I, I feel like they really kind of did a disservice to a lot of the characters around Thor outside of maybe Odin. Loki, obviously. Loki's fantastic throughout. Like that's, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Everyone knows Tom knocked him out of the park. Um, But like Renee Russo is really underused. Natalie Portman was so underused in both of the movies that she like kind of hated Marvel for a while before she decided to come back and be female Thor. Um, Kat Dennings is her assistant, actually. I thought she was kind of funny, but like it was kind of annoying that she was only comic relief and you didn't really get much character. But she's going to be coming back in, I believe, WandaVision. I'm not totally sure how, but she's, you know, going to have an expanded role in the MCU, which is pretty cool. Um, and then obviously the, Scar guard. I think, the, I, think she's, I think she's a good actress, and I think that, uh, you know, if they actually want to make her someone who's relatable and not just, you know, the comic relief, like I said, but I that's, think she could have what a, she a, is a decent though. role.
1: That's what she is, though. That's like that. That might be my least favorite part of the movie. I just think I wrote down my note was, Cat Denning's gonna Cat Denning's like it's just like that's just <laughs> who she is. She just like has that snarky wit with her, and I, I just don't. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. I've seen you in a bunch of movies, like it's just the same crap over and over again. Okay, great. That Did you was the 40 year old version. Did you
0: realize yeah, that she, like she's the daughter in that movie?
1: She's whose daughter?
0: She's the Steve Carell, the, the lady that he starts dating. She is that woman's daughter. I didn't realize really? that until like a year ago. Yep. You know what? I have there, I... there you get her. Oh, sorry. Go man. ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> you see her as kind of like the Mopey teen or whatever. So you see there's a little bit of range there. You know, she, she can has... be a Mopey teen and she can be comic relief.
1: <laughs> she has. Look, I mean, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist is a pretty good movie. Like, she's been in some decent movies, but, like, she's that same snarky character in all of them. And like, it just felt out of place in this one. Cause like you said, it was really the only comic relief Thor had a few funny moments here and there, but like she was clearly there to just be like here, be funny. And it's like, okay, yeah, fine. But like, for the most part, I was like, all right, what, what are we doing here? You know? But for sure. um, And
0: also notable, it was the first appearance of Hawkeye, which I feel like really goes under the radar because he didn't really do anything. He was on screen for like a few seconds, but But he's good though.
1: But you first see like I love the fact that you know he's there, he's up in like his little tree house thing, and he's like, "You know, <laughs> let me know, he's like, I'm really starting to root for this guy, so like so let me know, you know what I mean, and it's just like it's good because right. it shows kind of his that's like his personality right off the jump, it's he's like the same dude, so um, and Renner is just so good, so I mean, you know, of course, you know, but um, but yes, Loki kills it, and that's i I have Hopkins just blows it out of the water. He's so good. When he casts out Thor uh after the big fight with the Frost Giants, it's just I mean, the acting there is just top notch. He's so good. And um uh, yeah, it's it's great. And so that's one of those things. And Sif too is um you know you mentioned the other guys. Uh Sif is really good, but after the Dark World, uh they wanted to bring her back for Ragnarok and she wasn't around. So, they had like a scheduling conflict. So then she wasn't around, but then she didn't come back for Infinity. She didn't come back for any of the other movies. So, you know, I wonder if, um, if when they bring back, uh, when they do the next door, if she'll be in that one. Uh, Ray Stevenson, here's a little fun fact for you. I got a fun fact for you. How about that? Ray Stevenson, okay, let's hear it. Um, who plays Volstag, um, actually played Frank Castle in Punisher Warzone, which is a non MCU Marvel movie that came out. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then Fendral, oh, nice. who, who got played by Josh Dallas. And this movie is replaced by Zachary Levi in the next two. And then mm-hmm. dies. I think he dies in Magnarok, Does he not? I think he does. Right. He, yeah. They stab him.
0: I wish, I wish he hadn't died. I, I love Zachary Levi. I wish they could have passed. So I hope they do. They're recasting people. They don't care anymore. I hope they cast him in something. good. I love him.
1: He's so good. Yep. I agree. So, you know, and it's it's funny to see like that when he breaks into the into the thing, you have the um the bald guy from uh, from Winter Soldier who turns out to be the bad guy. Uh he's he's the one running the the um the lab there. And I don't know his freaking name, but he's the guy that's in the um you know what I'm talking about. The the bald guy who they yeah. drop off the building. Uh he's you know, he's running this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't I'm name. trying
0: to remember his name. Stern? Is it Stern? No. I don't know. It's going to bug me, man. All right. We got to move on.
1: That's going to, that's going to stick with me. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, uh, but there's, you know, there's a few good things. I I think the Frost Giants are, eh, 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 they're, eh. That's, That's what I think about the Frost Giants. They're okay. They're fine. But like, they're not, I don't know. They're just not end all be all great. They're just, they're okay. You know? And I'm just like, okay, fine. Frost Giants, good. But like, I feel like the the bad guys in Thor suck, at least in the first two ones. They're just not that good, you know? But Ragnarok is when you start getting like, you know, because it's just hella, but like when you start getting like actually good bad guys, but the first two, you know, the Frost Giants and then the, um, you know, the next one where you're just like, what? Like, what are we doing here? Like, it's just not not great. Not great, in my opinion. But, you know, the angry elves or whatever they are, you know what I mean? So even, and (laughs) Thor actually makes fun of it. Thor makes yep. fun of it in, uh, you know, in, in Endgame. So it's just, you know, yeah, it, it's just not great. And the Shakespearean aspect of it, and you and I agree with that. And in, and, um, you mentioned that, but Ragnarok at the beginning of Ragnarok too, they have the Shakespearean play where they're kind of making fun of it, and they basically are saying like, "All right, we're done. We're done with this Shakespearean crap," you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's good at parts. It's just not. I don't want to watch a whole movie like that where he's talking like that. I just don't. I just uh, yeah. I'm like no. I'm good. Thanks.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's not really relatable. It gets old pretty fast. It makes you kind of not want to pay attention because it's like, oh, God, I'm not trying to watch a Shakespeare movie. I'm like here to turn my brain on to to a degree if it's just going to be like a popcorn movie. So, yeah, I mean, you're totally right. Like, it's got its holes, but it is what it is that did what it needed to do. So I don't hold a lot of the negatives against it too heavily. It's just like it's a decent Marvel movie.
1: Right right exactly and and you know look i mean this is this is the the quintessential um you know tale as old as time you know uh solo movie right where it's like he's selfish and so he's not worthy and then he does something that's truly selfless and then finds himself worthy of being a hero so it's like you know he just he's selfish the whole movie he's thinking about only himself he doesn't care about anyone else and then of course you know, as soon as he faces that friggin' I don't know, I don't know what the hell that thing is, dude. But that thing is like badass, dude. That that big robot thing. Uh, when he faces that big robot thing, he obviously, you know, he basically gives his life to save his friends. And by him doing that, of course, then he becomes worthy. So it's just it's you know, it's an old tale, it's something that happens all the time, but even still, it's still a pretty cool reveal, I thought. Um, you know, but but to me, when you look at when you look at loki i just think <sighs> loki's i think maybe the most interesting character in the entire mcu because he's the one that bounces around the most you don't know in any movie you don't know if he's the good guy or the bad guy or like how mm-hmm. good he is or how bad he is and then like even in this one like yeah he wants to kill everyone and he wants to take over and he wants to run you know the the kingdoms but is he does he really want to run it because he's like the worst or is he trying to kill Thor just so he can run it? Or is he trying to take out the earth or like, what is he, you know, like you don't know what his true intentions are. And I think that mm-hmm. part of the time that you don't, he doesn't know what his intentions are. I mean like him trying to kill Thor there is just dumb. Like why? you don't need to do that. Just friggin' take over and he's exiled and then you're done. You know, like it's not. And so like, that's some of the short sightedness from him, I think is interesting there, but it's like, he goes back and forth because he doesn't feel like he's, you know, really worthy. And then in Ragnarok, when when he said, when he Hopkins, you know, is dying and says to them, like, my sons, and, like, means it. And, like, you know, like, you just see the look on Loki's face that he knows, like, okay, like, this is who I am. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I think, I just think he goes back and forth a lot. Let's be, to find out who he is. Um, and he thinks he needs to do all these different things to be accepted when he doesn't actually have to do any of that stuff, you know?
0: Right. He's just like an insecure kid, you know, especially when he finds out he's adopted, he obviously always feels like he's in Thor's shadow, and then he's like, oh, well, now I know why. And, you know, I think it's a very human thing, the way he reacts and kind of acts out. And I think the, the irrational part of it, where he kind of just acts very brashly and has a plan that doesn't really seem that well thought out, I think that's right. partially by design, you know, because he's not really thinking. He just has an opportunity to, you know, get what, get gain his mother's affection. And, you know, I don't even think it's really power. I think it's more just adoration. So um, right. that's, you know, one of the things I think that made people love Loki was that he was, I mean, the performance was obviously excellent, but he was also a very three-dimensional character.
1: Right. I agree with you. And, you know, at the beginning of the movie, when, uh, when Hopkins is talking to them when they were boys, and, they, and he says, "You know, mm-hmm. only one of you can king, only one of you can be king, but you are both born to rule." And I think that that's obviously a hint. Now he he clearly reveals it to Loki later on, but that's kind of a clue towards his you know his original plan of having them both be kings and kind of rule together uh, with Asgard. such a dumb and, thing to
0: say? Like that opens up is. such a can of worms to say that. Like like what, like what for? What purpose does that give? Just I know putting seeds in their head. Poor kids. What a bad right. dad Odin was. Ah, uh, it's tough. You find out later he really was a pretty pretty terrible father. But yes. uh, right now we're still at you know flawed God uh, uh, Odin, not you know war <laughs> uh, right.
1: Odin. Right, right, No, it's true, you know, and that's it. It's funny because um, Loki is scheming. We talked about Loki. He's scheming from the jump, like from the jump, from Jump Street. He's scheming all the time, and it's like. When you rewatch it, it's funny because, you know, Loki talks about, uh, Thor talks about how he's always trying to kill him and he was always trying to do different things and like, but it's just funny how like he was always trying to do that, but then Thor trusts him anyways. Like, it's just, it's just kind of funny how, um, how they do that. You know, it's like, well, you know, you can't trust him, but you trust him anyways. It's just like, what are we doing? Like, I don't, you know, and I know, and look, I mean, he's his brother, right? So like. Like you said, it's a human thing to do. Like, even if your brother shouldn't be trusted, you trust him anyways because he's your brother, you know? But, um, mm-hmm. but anyways, you know, and then one other guy I got to talk about my boy Heimdall, dude. He might be my favorite character in the whole movie, dude. He is like, he's an absolute pleasant.
0: I love yourself, but period. Man. So,
1: I yeah, mean,
0: it's, it's not even a competition.
1: <laughs> and he's got so many good lines. Like, my one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is like, uh, is when he's when he's send them down to uh to fight the frost giants or talk to the frost giants the first time, and he's like, you know, just know like I will sh- I'll shut the gate and you'll die down there, and he's like, I have no plans the to end of day, and he goes none do. <laughs> it's just like oh man, that was dope. That was so was good, dope. you know. So, but it's just you know, but I will say though, he breaks out of the ice at the end, like how I know he's the man, but like what, like what, he's covered in ice like he literally got frozen solid instantaneously and he just breaks out of it like it's no big deal
0: he is a god he is a god i I mean
1: i suppose that's true i suppose that's true (laughs) so um but that last fight scene i think that honestly the reason why people don't love this love this movie is because that last fight scene is just not that great him and loki going at it and it's just not you know and of course he breaks the rainbow bridge and everything but it's just not it's good it's just not like unbelievable you know it's one of those yep. things where you're like, okay. And then Loki lets go at the end. And of course, you know, clearly we find out he doesn't die, but like, it's just the whole thing. You're just kind of like, okay, yeah, it's fine. It's just not, it's just not great, you know? And that that's, I think that that's the biggest thing for me is that it's just not, it's not as good as I wanted it to be. You know, I think that that's, that's the biggest yep. thing. Um, and you know, then lose points for that. And that's, that's, I guess that's one of the reasons why it's not high on the list, you know? So,
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's another one of those situations where it's, it's very much a movie that is what it is because it was so early and it wasn't one of the more dynamic attempts that they made. So, you know, you kind it's one of those where you, you're better off just appreciating it for what it is and not looking at it, you know, too, too closely.
1: <laughs> right, right, I agree. I will say um, I do like the sword and the stone aspect of it because the sword and the stone obviously is about, you know, the person who is destined to be king and supposed to be king. And how you know Thor isn't worthy of it, Loki isn't worthy of it, and then Thor becomes worthy of it. So uh, that part of it's kind of cool. The Stanley cameo is pretty funny, where he rips off the back bed of the truck. It's um, <laughs> pretty good. And then if you if you're watching, and I didn't, I noticed it on the second time when I rewatched it. I guess it was like probably the third or fourth time I've seen it at this point now. But when they find out about the hammer, they're sitting in the diner and. You can, and they're looking at Thor and over his, over his, I guess, right shoulder, you see that that truck driving by the S- Stan Lee's truck with no bed on it driving by. And then the guy mentions the thing about the hammer on the other, on the other side of the, ca- on the other side of the diner. So it's like almost at the instant that that truck drives by, you hear about the hammer. They find out about the hammer. So I just thought it was an interesting kind of, uh, an interesting little thing. there. There's no, there's no, you can't see Stan Lee or anything with like that. You just see the truck going by. But you know it's Stanley's truck that's driving by when he finds out about that, so um, I just thought that was kind of cool, so but um, but yeah, that's it, and the end credit scene the end credit scene sets up Avengers, right, so it's Selvig yep. um, you know, it's Selvig talking to Nick Fury, and then he's kind of like you see a mirror on the side, or it's not really even a mirror, it's like it's like metal on the side, and then Loki kind of steps into the mirror um a- into the reflection, and he says like. Oh, I guess that's worth taking a look. And then Selvig says the same thing, and so he's already got Selvig un, under control at that point. So, uh, and he does mention sure. Banner at one point when they when they first see Shield. Uh, Selvig mentioned mentions Banner, which I thought was interesting. So he obviously, uh, intimating that he knew Banner uh, at one point at least during uh, during his career. So, so but that's all. I think that's all I got. I don't know if you have anything else, but that's all I got.
0: I'm good, man. Like I said, uh, it's a fun movie. It's it's not one of their best efforts, but you know, if you just watch it with the intention of having a good time, I think you'll I think you'll do a pretty good job. Just don't look too closely.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good point. It's a good point. So all right, so that's it for this week. Uh we will be back next week. We're gonna continue. Uh we're gonna continue with our watch, and I believe I'm pretty sure next up on the list is that Avengers movie. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yep yeah, next up on the list is the avengers so that that'll be a fun one Let's so, go, yes sir right. so we'll be back we'll be back for that one thanks for listening guys we appreciate it today's episode is brought to you by cars.com